everybody, and welcome to Gen Z's Guide to Politics. I am your co-host, Rachel, here with you today. I'm Pauline. Yeah, I hope you guys um, like the sound quality. I am now in a, a really, really feeling official here because I have a, uh, a microphone set up now that was so kindly donated by um, a friend of mine, somebody special, to the podcast. So, yeah. Thank you to them. Yeah. Also, I'm going to say special people because we have a lot of non-binaries. I looked at our statistics earlier. You people, if you follow our Instagram, um, I finished with school this week. So like I post a lot more things like when I'm not in school about like neutral aid and like how to help the environment and how to help the homeless community. Also, you'll always know like as soon as we upload an episode, I'm not going to lie, our Fridays are a little irregular. We try to be consistent and do it at one, but sometimes we don't get to it till six. But as soon as you see an Instagram post, you'll see that our, it's like up on our Spotify or Apple or wherever you listen. And we're very funny on TikTok and we want to get to 10K. Our next goal. Yes. Because we got to 1K. So I think we can definitely get there. Yeah. Oh my God. I got to 100 on my TikTok. I was so excited. <laughs> also follow Pauline on TikTok. Pauline, what's your TikTok again? It's like Pauline dot C-O-S-S. It's, okay. I, it's not that good, but like if you want to see a lot of videos of my dogs and like you want to listen about my childhood trauma, it's pretty funny. We love that. We know that you're all traumatized just like we are. So definitely follow our socials if you are not already. Also, something you can find on our socials is plugs for like mutual aid like Pauline said and we actually have one of those today this was a request sent in by a friend of mine and um, they actually sent me a GoFundMe campaign with like a link and everything there is a black trans couple in need of assistance right now they've been experiencing some ongoing hardships and circumstances that have sort of left them unable to handle certain expenses and everything with rent rising right now as well. So um, if you can, please donate a little bit to this campaign. And if not, you can go ahead to our socials and you can give it a share because that can do just as much good as well. So it will be linked um, probably in the show notes of this episode. And yeah, it'll also be on our socials too. So with that being said, if you guys ever have mutual aid requests that you want to get out there or you want to get more eyes on, definitely send them our way. We're happy to share them. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Go check that out if you get a chance. So today is a big what's going on episode. We do these every so often because, you know, news stories pile up. And things get wild. And we're here to break some of it down for you and help out. So, everybody, we know that with the Senate, the House of Reps, all those things, Congress is a chaotic place, lots of different opinions. And right now we have a very divided Congress for sure, for sure. Some big updates about what's going on in Congress right now. We also know the Supreme Court has been acting absolutely goofy 
with the shit that they're trying to pull on us. So it's brought up a lot of questions on what the future could look like for different minority groups in the states, especially in terms of being like legally bound to one another for as long as you both shall be able to handle it. In other words, marriage. Marriage. Side note, though, how many of you know people who are also in Gen Z who are like married or possibly engaged? Because one of my besties, Madison, Madison, if you're listening to this, so much love, but she just got engaged and like, I'm going to officiate her wedding. This has been like a plan in the car. I know it's so exciting. Oh my God. Oh my God. You guys. I'm, I'm like so pumped to be ordained, <laughs> as weird as that sounds. Getting married sounds like ass. There's two like, sides of the coin, you know, with, with, with us and our age group, but, you know. Even like living with someone stresses me out. Like, I don't know. Like, this is speaking from somebody who was almost like pressured into getting married, like straight out of high school. And it just, the idea of like, never being able to escape sounded terrifying yeah no for sure for sure I think like it's really special that like people can find somebody who they don't feel like they can ever escape from you know I truly (laughs) I love that I love that oh I was thinking about that the other day I was like you know I feel like the kids from our generation who got married like five years ago, like right out of high school, like Pauline said, that's the scary shit to me. I'm like, what is the rest of your life like? Like you were 18. That's so weird. Weird. <laughs> Living, laughing, and loving aside, there's a new bill in Congress that we've got to talk about. So recently, um, we know that Congress has been trying to pass the Equality Act, which I think we've talked about a little bit before. And it comes as a sort of protection, right, for those minority groups that are being threatened by um, the Supreme Court and their rulings. So the Respect for Marriage Act is different than the Equality Act, and it was recently introduced into Congress. This act would essentially codify uh, same-sex marriage into law. And this basically means that this right to get married no matter your sex or gender, is enshrined and protected by codified law. And the federal government, the way that they codify law, because there's different like ways that you can kind of codify laws depending on what sort of area of law you're in, the way that they do it is by enacting federal legislation. So first, before we talk about the Respect for Marriage Act, though, we have to rewind. We got to rewind We have to hop back to the 90s for a hot second. Some of y'all were born in the 90s. I was born in 2000, but I can't remember, obviously, but some of you can. So in the 90s, thinking about the climate, the 90s had a lot of, there was a lot of talk about same-sex marriage because of the AIDS crisis. And so when the AIDS crisis happened, A lot of people who had life partners were not sure how inheritance was going to work because, again, they weren't able to get married. Same-sex couples and everything and queer people 
in uh, the 80s and going into the 90s knew that it was probably going to be something that came into the political landscape and everything because this crisis had, had just happened. So the Defense of Marriage Act, which is different, and this is what was passed in the 90s, we prefer to say dumb opinions maintained by asshats. I came up with that. And yes, I have a writing degree. This bill, the Defense of Marriage Act, was signed into law by Bill Clinton. And this was just one of the stains that this clown left on the country after his circus rolled right out of town. (laughs) The context and the text of this law via the congress.gov, iconic, was introduced in the House in May of 1996, on May 7th. The Defense of Marriage Act amends the federal uh, judicial code to provide that no state, territory, or possession of the United States or indigenous tribes shall be required to give effect to any marriage between persons of the same sex under the laws of any such jurisdiction or any right or claim arising from such relationship. Establishes the federal definition of, one, marriage, in quotes, as only a legal union between one man and one woman as husband and wife, and two, spouse as only a person of the opposite sex who is a husband or wife. Stop it. Get some help. This is where Roma comes in. Roma is um, what I am kind of calling the Respect for Marriage Act. Roma is just a shorter version of it. This has just been introduced in Congress and was passed in the House two weeks ago. So this has passed in the House of Representatives so far. The Respect for Marriage Act would not only repeal the Defense of Marriage Act, but it would codify same-sex marriage into law, essentially, so that it can't be messed with. So again, via Congress's website, This passed the House on July 19th, 2022. This bill provides statutory authority for same-sex and interracial marriages. Specifically, the bill repeals and replaces provisions that define, for purposes of federal law, marriage as between a man and a woman and spouse as a person of the opposite sex with provisions that recognize any marriage that is valid under state law. The bill also repeals and replaces provisions that do not require states to recognize same-sex marriages from other states with provisions that prohibit the denial of full faith and credit or any right or claim relating to out-of-state marriages on the basis of sex, race, ethnicity, or national origin. This bill allows the Department of Justice to to bring a civil action and establishes a private right of action for violations. And so when this bill was being voted on in the House of Reps, 220 Democrats and 47 Republicans voted yes, which 47 Republicans is a lot to come out for the gays. So altogether, that's 267 votes. And the bill was opposed by 157 Republicans and seven of them didn't vote because, you know, they love not doing their job for democracy. But those numbers in the House of Reps actually makes this vote on this bill the most widely supported LGBTQIA plus rights bill ever 
ever before, which is really cool for sure. But here's the tea. There's a few problems. We have a few key players here. We have Oberfell versus Hodges, which is like that Supreme Court ruling that says that same-sex marriage is legal and everything. In short, we have the feds and the stateies, you know, because the states and the federal government. And we have the senators of Congress, right? So first things first, if SCOTUS decides to overturn Oberfell v. Hodges, this bill would not necessarily protect people who wanted to get married in the future. It will include marriages that are already established and existing, but these may only be recognized by the federal government, so states may not have to comply. If a state didn't want to give a marriage license to a same-sex couple, then they legally also wouldn't have to. So this bill also may not pass the Senate. Because remember, if we go back to our one of our very first episodes, honestly, this bill needs 60 votes to pass both um, it, like it's passed the House of Reps and then to pass in the Senate, it would need 60 votes. So that means the 50 Democrats, as well as 10 Republican senators who would agree to pass the bill. Although there's a lot of bipartisan support in the House of Representatives, so support from both parties working together, this could be incredibly difficult to pass needing those 10 sign-offs because of how divided everything is right now. Additionally, um, I also just want to say, like, while these folks are fighting about the Respective Marriage Act, there's like more and more anti-queer and anti-trans legislation being passed state by state. So it's not just marriage that we're worried about, but it has a lot of bipartisan support. So hopefully it will pass the Senate. We can definitely hope. I actually did see too in Utah, we love y'all if you're in Utah and you are doing this, the people of Utah have been bombarding Mitt Romney's office with signatures and petitions that are telling him to sign this and sign off on it, which is really cool. So Gen Z's Guide to Politics, another guidebook tip, pressure the shit out of your politicians. Bully them. Bully them straight up. Because it'll work. That's another good thing you can do. Call, text, you can phone bank, send messages, send letters. So this is something to look out for advocate for and uh and yeah okay i'm tired and i think my voice is a little bit more grainy than usual because i have not slept well because it's finals week i'm gonna talk about monkeypox and there's a lot of misinformation that's going around about monkeypox right now monkeypox is a, a viral disease affecting rodents and primates in rainforest areas of West and Central Africa related to smallpox and sometimes transmitted to humans. That is the actual definition from Oxford Dictionary. It was first discovered in monkeys in a laboratory setting in Denmark in Copenhagen. It does infect monkeys and has been isolated from monkeys, but they're not the primary reservoir for the disease, meaning that they actually believe that it originated from rats, but they haven't quite proved that. The first human case was in 1970 in the Democratic Republic of the Congos. 
And the first outbreak was in 2003 in America, where 70 people were infected. So it has been in America before, but it was isolated much better. In 2022, it has been popping up everywhere all over, but not as bad as what it is in Africa as it's considered an endemic. And if you're like, what's an endemic? It's like a pandemic, but tinier. The variant is very confusing to scientists, as it seems it was going undetected in human populations for a month. So it makes monkeypox kind of like a little more worrying than what we saw in 2003 is that it's adapted. Dun, dun, dun. It's like a new variant. Like how, how we all adapted to like go to Zoom school and then they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is like this will only be two weeks. And then now I'm still working from home most of the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Actually, pause, little pause break before I get into the more sad news. So if you didn't know, um, I am autistic. My little brother also is on the spectrum and so is my mom. And we were just kind of like, we, me and my mom were talking about this and she was like, you know, she was like, compared to like 70 years ago, like there's so much stimulation. And I was like, oh yeah. I was like, the most stimulating thing that they did 70 years ago was going to the farmer's market. Like now it's like, Jesus Christ, stop making that scratching noise. <laughs> My mom was doing something and I, I did like my mom is my mom is so great when it comes to people being overstimulated like she does so good she was doing something and I started hopping and she was like I what am I doing and I was like I don't like the noise I don't like what you're doing and she was like okay well I have to keep doing this and it was like I'm gonna go hop in here and she was like okay that's fine and like my mom does the same thing and I don't know I think I don't I think somewhere like along the point like a lot of people now are like, especially they're noticing that they probably are autistic because they don't have to mask as much. They're not going to work. They're working from home. So they're much more chillaxed. And then they're just like not masking and, you know, they're just doing goofy little things. And they're like, yeah, I'm, I'm probably autistic. <laughs> but I, I saw a TikTok on TikTok the other day and it was like, um, that like my mom sent to me because she was like, did you see this? This is appalling and appalling i love that word it was like people need to die from monkeypox and i was like that's like that's perpetuating eugenics and my mom was like can you explain that to me so i can explain it to my friends and i was like okay so when you're saying people need to die to help the earth i mean yes it would help in a way but also at the same time, the people that would be dying would be the unfortunate queer people, people of color, you know, the lower end of the spectrum, the most disenfranchised of the disenfranchised. And I was like, like, I was like, you're not stopping the corporations from continuing to put pollution out. You're not stopping corporations from taking advantage of people. You're not making changes within government buildings. And realistically, those are the people that are most protected because they have the most able resources to get to the resources that they need because money is everything. And if you throw a million dollars at a vaccine company, you're going to get a vaccine. If you throw a penny at a vaccine company, you're not going to get a vaccine. And that's how the world works. And she was like, oh, yeah, because you're just perpetuating the, like, when you say that, like, even if you think you don't mean it in a bad way, the only people that are going to actually die and get hurt are disenfranchised people. And I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Anyway, back to monkeypox. Prepare to get a little depressed again. 
what, how can you contract it? And like, what are the symptoms? Um, Monkeypox is spread through respiratory droplets, close, usually extended contact with someone who's infected, like infected, like physical contact, bodily fluids, touching items that may have had bodily fluids on them or respiratory droplets um, because it can live in the air and it does live on surfaces. Monkeypox is extremely excruciatingly painful and is something that is super duper important to understand. It hurts. It is painful. It People have described it as the worst thing they've ever experienced. Um, the morality rate, mortality rate, I'm sorry, not morality, we're not talking about moral here. The mortality rate is around 10%. It starts with fever slash like flu-like symptoms, a headache, swelling in the lymph nodes. That's something that's actually very specific to monkeypox um, that's not specific to smallpox or chickenpox is that there is swelling within the lymph nodes. And then lesions on your body. And I want you to listen to this very carefully in your body, like your eyes, your nose, your throat, your tongue, your anywhere, your urethra, your rectum. He's technically dead now, but you know that guy that's like, you're a urethra. You know that man? You know who I'm talking about? I know like, exactly who you're talking about. He's dead. He died like a few months ago. He yes. also is racist though and homophobic. Fuck him. <laughs> New research also is showing that lesions can lead to ulcers, which is one of the key differences between this and chickenpox. Here's where I get a little fancy. They're... Um, so instead of it looking like what is on chickenpox, they're actually called pseudopustules, white solid papules, which look like pustules, um, but do not cre- contain pus. And that was from the sun. Um, long-term symptoms can include loss of vision if infected in the eye, scarring damage to places of infection. So I want you to understand this. And I'm talking to everybody like babies because a lot of people are reading false sources and getting a lot of their information from TikTok. And where a lot of sources on TikTok are accurate, you got to cross-reference. Why? 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 Why Why exactly? So this means it's not just scarring, like you have a big scar on your face. It's scarring as in like permanent damage to your body. And a lot of people don't understand that a scar is more than something that is just like a physical appearance. There is trauma in that area. So if you get one of these papules in your urethra or on your urethra, and then it heals, there is permanent damage to your urethra. You could have a urethral collapse. If you get it inside of your vagina, you could have a vaginal collapse. If you get it on the outside of your, which I actually don't know if this is possible, but considering you can get it on your rectum, I'm, I'm sure you could get it on your uterus um, because your uterus can be touched with your hands. So there's permanent trauma to your body if you get like if you get monkeypox. And that's something that's really important to think about. Um, Some quick, like, frequently asked questions. And most of these are, like, quotes that I have found because I didn't want anybody to miscredit me or discredit me. Um, There is no evidence that monkeypox passes any quicker through a population of men who have sex with men than any other group. So just to be clear, it is not qualified as an STI because it can be passed in other ways, and it is not specific to gay men. Just because a lot of gay men have it doesn't mean it's specific to them. Also, yeah, this kind of rhetoric is the same stuff that we saw Ronald Reagan saying during AIDS. Guess what? There could have been a solution found quicker if there wasn't that kind of rhetoric. Yeah. If you hear that, put the kibosh on it. Don't let people say that shit, because it is dangerous. 
for gay people? Um, so just to be clear, sex is fun. Sex is fun. I yeah. don't think we should penalize people like for having sex, because realistically, if this was being passed around in the straight community, would we be penalizing them? I'm not sorry, bitches. And honestly, like, it's not only gay people who've gotten it, first of all, but also, yeah, like purity culture and like saying that sex is a bad thing is not the solution. It definitely is not the right thing to do. I can speak as somebody who has had that kind of rhetoric as a part of my education before it's not good but i'm really glad that we can both speak for this because i purity culture was interesting it made me horny more than anything and it made me okay right though right yeah like it made me like attracted to women more because i was like man this is my dark little secret (laughs) forbidden taboo (laughs) (laughs) but then but like my point being is people like having sex. And if this was an STI that was specifically going around the straight community and it was found primarily in the straight community, they would not be penalized the same way that gay men are. And it's crazy to me because this isn't something that's specifically targeting gay men. Just like HIV and AIDS wasn't something that specifically targeted gay men. It can affect anybody because being gay isn't necessarily your body. It's a it's your, it's your, it's how you feel. It's like my point being is that this is not something that specifically targets one sexual identity of a person. And then also, although DNA from monkeypox virus has been detected in semen by researchers, it does not necessarily mean this is how it's spreading. The smallpox vaccine does protect you some, a little, little. The genos, the genos, g- gynos, um. The J-Y-N-E-E-O-S vaccine, I don't know how to say it, it's from Denmark, can be used for monkeypox and smallpox, but there is a limited supply. So Pauline, who has not been around smallpox or monkeypox and has not been around it, would not get the vaccine. But Rachel, who has been exposed to monkeypox, this is, this is theoretical, not real, but qualified for getting a monkeypox vaccine. But there's a limited supply because it takes a long time to make vaccines. It's not like a, I have vaccines, kind of thing. Those eligible to receive the vaccine in North Carolina, and this is um, pretty much, I wanted to point this out because this was on one of our websites for North Carolina, um, include people who were exposed to someone with monkeypox. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Who have multiple known and or anonymous sexual partners. Yeah, that makes sense. And men who have had sex with men. Why did you do that? Why did you have to put it like that? That's pretty... Mm. There was no need for you to do that. You could have just left it with exposed to someone with monkeypox or people who have had multiple or unknown anonymous sexual partners. You could even theoretically say like um, same sex or like... Straight. They could have said that because that would also indicate that it's both parties, that it's not just like one group of it's very it's very Reagan era. I understand that they probably don't mean a harm when they say things like this. But once again, they're perpetuating that it's just gay men. And that's not cool. That's not cool. We would call that uncool, actually. Yeah. Yeah. 
okay. Well, now that we've talked about everything that's sad, I love talking to my tarot deck and asking it, is this person from the first grade unhappy in life? Yes. Okay. My day is a hundred times better. And you know what? I have tried to fight people hating on Virgos for like the past three years since I started learning about astrology. <laughs> I'm spiteful and I will ruin your life if you ruin mine. And guess what? And then after I ruin your life and you're obsessed about me because you can't get me out of your head, I won't care about you anymore because I'm spiteful. Also, I hate cancers. Men. Specifically, men cancers. I've realized that I don't like them. The two signs I don't like are men that are cancers and men that are Leos, specifically the August ones. Fuck you hoes. I love July Leo though. They're so pretentious. <laughs> They're like, I'm so fancy. Yes, you are. I love you. Also, for the love of God, and I want you to listen to my voice very carefully. If you say that monkeypox comes from gay men, I will find you. And I will get you. And I will suck on your toes. I want to be clear. Your toes will be tickled and sucked on. Um, yeah. Uh, we... I'd like to believe that I'm a menace to society. That when you hear my voice, you get frightened. I want you to fear me. <laughs> <laughs> How good did that sound coming through the microphone, honestly? Um, so we have mics. Well, I have a mic. Pauline is going to get a mic. Yeah, we want to make our content um, better quality so that we can help educate people and continue to um, to learn ourselves, too, and talk to people and interview people. So if you guys feel so inclined, obviously no pressure, but if you like what we do, we have a Ko-Fi that's linked in our socials. And if you go there, you can give us a little bit uh, donation to you know buy us coffee or it'll go to um equipment and our like zoom pro membership and everything like that so yeah also um we do put a lot of work into the podcast like we also like we're not expecting you to give us money that's not your job oh we're yeah. just like we want to we're here and we are poor and we are queer i yeah Follow our, our Instagram and our TikTok to see all the cool content that we'll be getting since Pauline is like, you know, her part of her life isn't dedicated to to school at this point. So, yeah. Yeah. I got two more semesters and then, well, I got one more semester and then I'm starting on my master's. Ah. Holla, holla, queen, queen Pauline. It doesn't collapse from like the economic depression that we're going through right now. Yeah, we'll see about that. We hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. We hope you learned something and we hope you tune in next time with Pauline and me. Okay, um, bananas. <laughs> bananas and have a great weekend, everybody. <laughs> yeah.